have an important question. Never mind, I just found the answer. What, your beer? Yeah, I was like, where's my beer? I'm still... Oh, there it is! I just got a platinum. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a dual senses first. I got a platinum trophy while recording. But we're not recording right now. Yeah, we are recording right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got I got the platinum in Spider Man remastered on the PlayStation Five. Is this on the test file? No, this is this is the show. Uh, why Alex, didn't you tell me you started it? Because I was originally going to keep this as just a test, but then I saw that I got a platinum trophy, and I wanted that to be on here. God, damn it, boy! I got a platinum. I'm excited. What number platinum is this for you, Stephen? If you don't know off the top of your head. I think it's it. like 92. Don't deserve it. Here, we can. It's right up there. Man, man, do you want this fucking work here? We can look right, at the profile. Prof- prof- Why did you put the controller all the way over there? Because I was going to turn the PlayStation off after you got your platinum. No. <laughs> 92. Oh, wow. I think I was right on the money. You said 90 Schermerberger. Yeah, I said 92. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ninety-two. That means this year I'm gonna I'm gonna hit one hundred. I mean, I don't know why you hitting ninety-two now is like all right. I'll hit one hundred inevitably. If I was at ninety-one, I would have been shy just to. Watch. No, I'm 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 just saying like since I'm in the nineties, it's safe to say oh, since yeah. we're only in January that I'm gonna hit one hundred this year. Oh yeah, that means we need to have a shindig. We need to have a, a platinum party. A, a trophy together. The problem is is that your 100 is platinum. I don't think you'll make special. Well, what, what do it you won't suggest be, that it, I do? It won't be a game that you're like, I'm really excited for this. I want the platinum in this. This is my kind of game. It'll be some fucking $2 I am Mayo 2 shit. <laughs> I honestly don't think so. Because lately, if you look at my platinums as of late... Mm-hmm. They've they've for the most part been games that I really enjoy. You think you'll keep that up? I think so. All right. I don't know. All right. I mean, I'm cu- we'll I'll be see. curious to see. What should I make my 100th platinum? I don't know what you should, but I think it should be a game that actually matters to you, not a game you got a platinum just to get the platinum. What if my 100th platinum is Ratchet and Clank on PS5? I mean, that would be acceptable. That's doable too. Yeah. I think Ratchet and Clank was one of my earlier PS3 Platinums, too. Yeah, Kraken Time? I think so. It was. Hmm. It was definitely one of your first most first and most time-consuming. Yeah, because I had to replay it a bunch. Uh-huh. And then I got stuck and had to restart. <laughs> All right, we need to intro this show. Jesus Christ. Uh, welcome to Dual Senses, a PlayStation <laughs> podcast where we give you our two cents on everything PlayStation. My name is Alex Wolf. Bitch. Jesus. God. Join here up with. <laughs> that was aggressive. The I'm one. Sorry. The only. I'm I'm Stephen Morrow. <laughs> I sounded so disappointed. <laughs> I'm just like I'm Stephen Morrow. <laughs> <laughs> if you like our show and you're a fan of the show by all means like subscribe 
set those notifications on each time we pop up a new episode. If you want to see the show grow, make your way over to mtfproductions.com slash donate, where you can donate as little as a dollar so we can start doing new and cool things. Yeah, that is a sour beer, my friend. Oh my god. It's like fermented Capri Sun. That is not what I got out of that when I tasted it. Fermented piss. I mean, it's a sour beer. It was going to be, it, I told you it was oh. a sour. Are you not a fan? Not really a fan. <laughs> Hand no. it here. That's tastes more like wine. I love it. It's a dessert sour beer, so I, I expected it to be a little. Dessert's supposed different. to be a reward for getting through a meal. Dude, I love this. <laughs> That's just like a punishment for having a taste, a sense of taste. This is, oh, what's the name of this? Hold on. I threw away the can and I don't remember. Uh, cannoli. It's from Platform Brewery. That does not taste like a cannoli. that there's a lot of cannoli those are chow cannoli that's that's what it is chow cannoli from platform uh brewing so hmm. i like it i'm a fan i don't think i like it i feel like you don't <laughs> like sours in general though correct you are correct but um that's fine i mean it's not awful hmm. uh, i wanted to say uh if if anyone has any ideas for what my 100th platinum should be uh please let me know all right any mm-hmm. listeners? I'm going to plug this in. I forgot There's already an extension cord. Well, I'm going to make another extension cord. That is a fire hazard waiting to happen. Yep. What, what are you doing? Why? Do you, there's already a phone charger, a tablet charger. Not tablet. I. It'll be fine. You, you say that in my house. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Okay, there we go. God, it's fine. Damn it, Steven. Got disaster insurance? If I lose my PlayStation 5... You got Steven insurance? No. (laughs) Watch that be the question they ask. Like, so we have a section for Steven Thomas Morrow insurance. Do you have that? Just the Morrow index of... It'll just be you. And of all people to have it, it should be me. Yeah. And the fact that I don't... In this hypothetical situation... I think the only thing I've broken of yours has been a ruler. How many times have you crashed my PlayStation 5? Yeah, but it hasn't broken yet. Uh, that's actually that's a topic that I wanted to talk about real fast. The PlayStation 5 has some issues. <laughs> that's a given, yeah. Uh, but like it, it, it seems like every time I touch your PlayStation 5, it freezes or just doesn't function the way that we want it to. And uh, I, think, I think we've cracked the code, though. Mm-hmm. The issue is you cannot be logged in as two people at the same time. So like if you if you log in as somebody and then you choose switch user and then it goes to somebody else, don't do that. And well and it's also it's interesting about that. It depends on what you're doing. Cuz Rachel and I played Sackboy and she signed in under her user. Mm-hmm. No problems. I think it's when you start getting into the more system things, so like save data management account, whatever it may be, if you're not playing Anything outside game, of one game? Yes, I think that's where you run into issues. Um, I wonder if it's because it's rep- that probably hasn't been reported too much. Because, yeah, I think about how many people with PlayStation 5s, imagine right now a lot of people are just playing, it's just one person playing on that singular console. You know? I don't imagine it's a group of people flip-flopping users as frequently. So that problem doesn't come up as much. So I think once PS5 makes its way into more family households 
instances where this will happen more commonly, they'll be like, oh, this is a big fucking problem. I just don't think it's come up so much because most people I feel like that own a PS5 are probably probably live on their own or they're the only person in the household that plays video games hmm. because those are the real, those are typically the, the diehard people. Families aren't going out and buying PS5s as families yet because it hasn't been quote unquote readily available. I still feel like this is an issue that would still be pretty common. Like they have to know about it. I'm sure they do, but it's probably such a small number compared to the other issues the system's had because of the sample base. These are like the only issues that I've seen though is whenever I log in and then everything crashes. What's that's what I'm saying is so like for me when I play by myself, I haven't had an issue. Rachel when she plays by herself, no issues. Yeah, but, but that, when we have people That's what together, I'm saying too is like the fact that that's when you see the issues, you mm-hmm. would think that that would be a priority then. Well, because other than that, it's it's mostly fine. Other than some design, and I think missteps. that's I think that's where that's what's next. I feel like that's on their stuff is like the fact that getting to see your trophy log is weird. The fact that I have to hold down if I hold down the PS button to get out of it, there's no option for me to turn it off. But if I press the power button, press the PS button for the quick access. My power mm-hmm. option off is there, not in the full menu. Well, I feel like weird. that's just... Things of that nature. I think that's just like a habit that needs to be... Like, we'll, we'll eventually learn in no, the same way that... I like, mean, like, so for instance, like, so the quick menu bar, when I press the PS button... Which yeah, I, can, I, I know the difference between press and hold, but that's also like, once you remember to just press it instead of hold it... Then well, that's what I'm saying. Hard. I already remember it. But it's weird that if I'm on the PS5 home dash... I can go to my settings, I can go to my profile, I can go to my library instantly. But the power button isn't there. It's weird to me that it's in the quick menu, not in the full menu. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah, it, that does make sense. Everything else I in still the quick think, menu is there. I still think user interface design should come second to actual functionality of the system. And you're system. not wrong there. Like if it if it keeps if it keeps freezing or crashing, like I would fix that before I fixed quality of life changes. Yeah personally i I understand i think you're right in that but i think they're going by if they're the company i think they are they're listening more to what they hear more about and i feel like they're hearing more about the quality of life changes more so than the actual flaws because more people are clamoring about to me that's what i think is happening but i don't know i don't know yeah i want it fixed though i mean yeah that would be nice i'm tired of you coming over and breaking my shit i i do everything normally <laughs> I, I don't do anything wrong yeah you do everything that the system should be able to do with no problem with how oh, much they b- it doesn't make any goddamn power. sense no it does not at all steven what you've been playing well <laughs> uh what have i been playing i don't know i know i've been playing spyro but that was last time i guess king's quest I keep forgetting to talk about this. Is that the only game you've played in the last week? I haven't really played much of anything, oh, okay. honestly. Huh. Uh, That's different. Yeah. Usually it's the other way around. I haven't touched jack shit, and you're, you've played at least six different games. Well, because I've been, like, working, and... Uh, I mean, last time that I had a free day, I was hanging out with you guys and playing King's Quest, so... Yeah. That was basically it. <laughs> God damn it. You're welcome. I don't think I burped last episode, so fuck you. You didn't, but somebody farted. That's been happening for the past, like, three episodes. Somebody has just, like, shat themselves. I mean, 
So there's there's some gases going on. I mean, the cat shat the first episode. So the, cat shat. the cat shat. The <laughs> cat shat. Cat shat. Cat shat. Cat shat. Cat. Can we get sued by that? I didn't say cat scratch. Well, now you did. I mean, yeah, but that, they don't. Yeah, I, in a song I don't though. think. I think even if we were quoting it directly, I think it would be fine because that, it would be considered. And that show was canceled. It like would a be considered season. parody or satire. Like we could, we could swing it to be yeah. fine. That's a, that and it's a lesser Nickelodeon. Nobody gives show. a shit. Yeah, no one gave a shit about Cat Scratch. About but cat I love that intro. I love that theme song. It took me a decade to realize I loved that that theme song, but it's literally just the name of it over and over. But with it's, no real it, melody. It, it really isn't. That's well, at least there's more. That's just all I know of it. <laughs> so that's the only one anyone ever hears. Anyways, yeah, I've been playing King's Quest. Uh, it's so even though it's older, I think it holds up pretty well, and uh, I like it. It's not like super phenomenal or anything, but. Yeah. Uh, I'm on chapter four, and chapter four so far is my favorite. No, you're still only on chapter uh, four. I thought you were in chapter five. Nope, we've got thought... one more after this. Okay. I we're almost were on with chapter... <clears throat> we're almost done with chapter four, though. Okay. So, like, we only have three more trophies left. I have a feeling that we're going to play it for 30 minutes and then be done with it. Mm-hmm. Like, tonight. So. Okay, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I think it holds up well, especially in, like... Because it is... A, for those who don't know, it's a point-and-click game. And it is a point-and-click point-and-click game that is not developed by Telltale Games. Correct. So, and what's great about that is it, it actually functions. fucking runs. Yeah. Like, it there's it doesn't just get choppy or just shut the fuck down because, oh, the game is on. <laughs> there hasn't been a single glitch that we've run into. It hasn't done any weird graphical things. Like, it, it just And it works. Th- like, your cape flaps, and it doesn't create, like, this weird... Like, things actually happen with the animated the animation on the characters that isn't game breaking yeah and so that i appreciate that good on sierra for putting out putting forth a quality point the fact that i don't that's what i don't get telltale games didn't try to put out games that were like these high you know res or high performing games to where like systems couldn't handle it they were pretty basic point and click games but for some reason just didn't didn't fucking work because they were running on engines that they were running on their like, engine. Were super old. They were running they on their own updated engine. Them. And I think what's neat is the new Telltale games, uh, last we heard, will be using Unity. So hopefully whatever comes from them next, which I'm assuming will be um, Wolf, Wolf Among Us Season 2 first, uh, that'll be the true test to see if it actually if they keep to their word and the game comes if out. If Wolf Among Us broken. is good, then I am going to be happy because then I, I really enjoyed Telltale games. I thought they were fun. Yeah, the um, stories themselves and the narratives were always really... F- I can't think of one I didn't like. But if Wolf Among Us 2 is good, then I'm going to immediately start petitioning, uh, dare I say even, like, protesting, rioting, oh, oh, okay, uh, to get... On. An official Telltale series of Courage the Cowardly Dog. I want that to happen. Like, I seriously think that that would be the best Telltale thing ever. That could be. It's so perfect for the way that they have it set up, for their art style. It's like, it's Courage the Cowardly Dog, so it'd be amazing. Mm -hmm. And then, if that is successful, then they can start doing, like, other Cartoon Network things. And I think that would be great. Like, a Powerpuff Girls Telltale series? Mm. But I want Courage first. That's fair. I feel like out of anything Cartoon Network-wise, that would be... You know what would also be a really good one? Uh-oh. 
The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. I agree. That would be pretty fucking solid. I agree. All right, top three Telltale games from Cartoon Network. Courage of Cali Dog. Yes. The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Okay. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Okay. All right. <laughs> Ed, okay. Ed, and Eddie. Right there. <laughs> I still I still would rather see a Powerpuff Girls, personally. I'd rather see like, a side would, scroll and I would beat swap him up out, Powerpuff Girls. I would swap out um, Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy with Powerpuff Girls, and I would keep Ed, Ed and Eddie in there. Okay. That's what I would do. All right. But I, I still think Courage of Cowardly Dog is like... Oh, fuck yeah. That's I feel the, like it was made first. to be that, that kind of game. That is the first one I do. You give me a point and click of the return of the chicken from outer space episode, I am fucking there. But, but that's the thing. Like, they... I feel like Courage of Cowardly Dog has the best cast of villains since Batman. <laughs> like, honest to goodness. Like, it... Yeah, I mean... It's amazing. Yeah. Every villain had their own unique take. There was a reason they, they were motivated. They have more depth to those villains than any fucking Marvel movie that, out there. Yeah. I, I mean, I love Marvel movies. I love the MCU. But you are correct. But, like, I mean, Thanos is the only one that's really got something going for himself. I think, I, I seriously think that this could be something special. It could be a thing. I would personally fund all of it if I could. I... <laughs> <laughs> If I had the ability, if I had the ability to fund, fund this game, I would fund it. <laughs> I'll I'll write a strongly worded letter to Telltale if Wolf Among Us Two is successful because I want them to prove themselves first. First, yeah. Uh, but then if if it is good, I'll write a strongly worded letter. Fuck it. And let's I will just send, say, let's just send it over to to Sierra. Why why go Telltale when we have a developer that we know can do a good point and click with a well written story. I mean, I guess that's fair, yeah. And they had the budget. I mean, the fucking cast of characters in King's Quest, those are some notable names. Zelda. You've got Zelda Williams. <laughs> you've got... Uh, the guy from Princess Bride. Uh-huh. And then you've got the king. Um, the guy... Doc Brown from... Um, uh, Back, Back to, to the, the Future. Future. Why can't I Which think of Which was a name? Telltale game. Which was also a Telltale game. But, like, again, notable names there. You yeah. know, I can't remember the biggest one. Um, <laughs> I'm really bad at names. I, I don't know why. I only I know Zelda because... Zelda. It's Zelda. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. It's going to drive me nuts. But let's just go to them. <laughs> Fuck Telltale. Let's just go to the people we know will do it. All right. I'll write a strongly worded letter to Sierra, mm-hmm. and I will say... Or it's the odd gentleman, I think, is the developer. Sierra's the publisher. Okay. Uh... I think it's I think the developer's odd gentleman. But anyways, I'll write a strongly worded letter to them and I will say, "Hey, I am not physically able to fund this, but it needs to happen and I will fund this with as much as I can. I will sell my body." <laughs> I love you. I will help with what I can. I'll fund this whatever I've got. I'll sell my body. I love how you end with that. And then like the last line, backwards. the last line will be like, "There's nothing you can do to stop me. Please don't make this all for nothing." Jesus Christ. And then they'll have to. And can you imagine, like, in the credits of the game, it says, and a special thanks to Stephen Morrow for giving up his his body for Jesus this. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we'll sell my body for Courage the Cowardly Dog. Any hooser, I've been playing quite a few games, Stephen. Uh, okay. <laughs> so first, I started off, I platinum Final Fantasy fifteen. Yes. So I started the DLC on that. Uh, I'm not doing too much with it. I'm kind of taking my time. Just something to do. I'm laying Is the DLC good? Is so it nice? far, I mean, so each DLC episode has a different play style. So I've started with the first one, which was episode Gladiolus. 
and it plays like a you know over the top uh hack and slash game okay so different combat style the music's different it's more heavy metal-esque more rock than the classic orchestrated. So is this like Devil May Cry, but not as not you know in a sense in a sense I wouldn't say it's as over the top or as flashy as Devil May Cry, but I mean it's very much just hack and slash you know pressing circle a bunch of combo parry combo like things of that nature okay. and the, he gets stronger as you string attacks together and you don't take damage things like that. So I think that's cool. I'm excited to see what the other game. I mean I imagine playing as Prompto in episode Prompto plays more like a third person shooter in certain mm-hmm. aspects i'm ex- i want to see how ignis plays because his gameplay i can't imagine is too different than what final fantasy 15's base was because yeah. of what his skill set was his biggest thing was he cooks and he's he uses magic more than the other two do it's actually a cooking mama spinoff i'm here for it is what that i is. mean final story fantasy driven 15 gritty was the best mama. fishing game i've ever played so I wouldn't be surprised if it's the best cooking game I've ever played, besides Overcooked. Jeez. I feel like Overcooked would still be better. Yeah. But I don't know if I would call Overcooked a cooking game. Uh, for all <laughs> intents and purposes, we will. I, I feel like Overcooked is just a disaster survival game. It's That's also a, a cooking survival game. Let, let's go with that. It's a survival horror. Kitchen nightmares. With the Swedish chef. Oh, God. <laughs> Any user, so I've been playing that. Uh, I tried Godfall for the first time. That is... Okay, so Godfall, it's pretty. The gameplay is fun. That story is shit, and there's no reason you should be playing that game by yourself. It is very much a game <laughs> that not should... not play by yourself. Yeah, it is very much a game that if you and a buddy both have a PS5 and you want to game the fuck around in where you can just chat and be mind-numbing and just kind of do stupid shit together, Godfall's the game. If you do not have some, have a friend that has a PS5... Do not play that game. So does this mean that you're just not going to touch Godfall until I get a PS5? Correct. God. And I'm fine with that. Like I'm not going to like harp on you like, you need to get a PS5 so you can play Godfall. But <laughs> if you get a PS5, I'm like, hey, you should pick up Godfall. We'll play together. It's a fun little mindless game. You don't have to think too much into it. It's very straightforward. You collect you know, a bunch of shit like collectibles, loot, armor. So it's a fun little thing to just pass the time with. Um, I feel like it'll be that- a, a good thing to... like. For us to like call each other on the phone and talk while like button exactly that's exactly what that game so is. like that i understand because i kind of felt the same way about ghost of tsushima legends mm-hmm. except every now and then i have to be like all right i gotta focus yeah you you don't not every now and then you need to focus in that game steven yeah but i mean you we shot wouldn't, the we pole. wouldn't have as many stories <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the amount of time, Steven... <laughs> That's a game that I've been playing. Ghost of Tsushima Ghost of Legends. Tsushima Legends. That's really the only thing I've been jumping into. That is... This man... Left me to die. Literally, <laughs> so waste his smoke bomb. As I'm dying, and then he goes... And I tell him, alright, I've got two enemies around, and he goes... I'm sorry, I can't. And then <laughs> I runs. Just run away. <laughs> so on his screen, you just see my body just see slowly disappearing into the horizon, t- like hightailing, like beelining for the other end of the map. Like what the fuck? And he's, oh, like, he's looking can't. for a drum. He's looking for a drum to heal himself. And then when he does reload the smoke bomb, sets it off where I'm nowhere near. So he wastes it, and I die. <laughs> because then at that point they had all followed me, and then when I turned around to go back, like I was trapped. So I had to. But you use it on a cliff. I, you couldn't go anywhere without running through them anyway. I may have made some mistakes, okay? But at least when the smoke bomb is active, I can do the stealth kills a couple times. 
Yeah. So I could get some critical hits in there. Well, the thing is, when you do the critical hits, though, and they don't die, they're alerted to you, so it's kind of a waste. I mean... When your goal was to run away. We still got through it. <laughs> we still did it. Any hooser, so I've been playing that. Um, I love Legends. I've also played... Uh, what is it? Immortals Phoenix Rising. That's fun. Haven't said, I can't say too much on that yet. I haven't played enough to where I can really formulate too much of an opinion, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started The Last of Us Part 2. That's a big one. Another big one. Uh, again, only played it the first 10, 15 minutes. But I will say this, and I'm going to leave it at this, and you guys can fucking fight me all you want on this. That game did more to establish a relationship between Ellie and Joel than the 12 to 15 hours it took to beat Last of Us Part 1. And I'm going to say that and leave it. I don't care what anyone else thinks. That's what I feel. I'm not fighting you on that. I have more to say, though, but I have to wait. Because you need to finish Last of Us Part 2, and we need to have a spoiler cast. All right. Because I've got a lot to say. And then uh, and then lastly, playing... Well, Rachel's playing. I'm just kind of watching The Last Campfire. Which, cute, fun, sad. <laughs> um, <laughs> cute, fun, sad. But... I think everyone should go out and play The Last Campfire. I think that is going to be the indie... Dar- That's an indie darling right there. Probably the most recent one that comes to mind. I so. think Pathless, even though I haven't played Pathless yet. I feel like the Pathless, though, like while good, I think the big appeal to that game is the presentation, the look, and the unique gameplay to it. I don't know how much of the story with that game is what... Jo- I feel like, like the writing and the thought... What... The Last Campfire does for me is make me think, and the thing, things that make me think about, I don't think I see, I would get out of the Pathless. So, well, I I know, I know significantly less about the Pathless than I do, uh, the Last Campfire, uh, because now I've seen some of the Last Campfire. I have not actually <laughs> seen the Pathless in action, uh, but I've just heard really good things. Same so. here. I want to play both of them. So. Steven? <laughs> what? In a week. I felt like I was about to get yelled at. I mean, you never know. You never know with you. You might be. I give it, there will be at least one more time I yell at you in this podcast. Oh, no. Um, at least in this episode today. There was, again, another week, a surprising amount of news. Um, and while not a large list of news, there's a lot of speculative things that can go on with this news. Yeah. I actually, I think I have something that... I don't know if we have it on the list. I haven't even looked at the list. I feel like you haven't looked at the list in three weeks. I just kind of go I've, through and I just kind of type up everything on there. Every now and then I add stuff, but then... Uh, hold on, I typically go up. through and clean it all up. Make sure it's all nice and easy to read and I input the links and whatnot in case you need to check them. I've got so many Google Docs. Jesus. So I've got so that pulled many. up now. Um, you want me to go ahead and kick things off while you're pulling it up? Or you want to... Let me wait yeah. Okay. I have it pulled up, but I don't think it's updated for some reason. Mm. Like, it's still got old stuff. I haven't saved it, because I think I typed it all up last night, and I just closed my laptop, so let me... File. Oh, I see it. I see your name. Is it all there? I think so. What is it in the news? Is it Tsuyoshi Kodera leaving SIE? Yes. Okay. All right, yeah. All right, we got it. So... Tsuyoshi Kodera uh, has <laughs> left Sony Interactive Entertainment. Um, so this comes over from the Video Games Chronicle. Again, everyone needs to go give them a read. I feel like they have a lot of good news. 
Um, he was recently, uh, he was briefly PlayStation CEO before Jim Ryan. So when they were having that weird transition, he was kind of in the lead there, kind of helping out. Um, he'd been there for, I believe, 30 years is what I read. So he'd been there for some time. But big things he did while he was with PlayStation is he headed the implementation of PlayStation Plus. Um, if you guys remember that massive update the PS3 had, um, and the uh, and then anything so forth on the PlayStation Store. So while it was a big overhaul and a little easier to read and access, when the PlayStation Store became extremely slow, that was him. Uh, <laughs> uh, he also headed up PlayStation Now, PlayStation Video, and PlayStation Music. Uh, while he's not leaving the company, uh, he's moving to a new role within Sony. So this is this is interesting because I'm curious to see what will happen with because like he had this you know PlayStation Store just had this big overhaul mm-hmm. just a few what, a month two months ago. Uh, I'm curious to see how things change especially especially with playstation plus i don't know if there are going to be any massive changes or anything because i i mean sure he might have been in charge of some of these things but i i mean these are teams of people who work on these things yeah and i don't think he was necessarily like solely responsible for all of them and the fact that it's just him leaving I mean, yeah, he's he's a bigger name, I guess, because he was briefly the CEO. But I don't know. I feel like it's just going to be more of the same. Yeah. I mean, I I wish him I wish him luck in his endeavors, and you know that's that's pretty cool that he accepted another position within Sony. Uh, yeah, I think I don't think anything is really going to change for for us fair. on the consumer side of things. I think the only if we see anything, it's because someone new comes in to fill his role there. And Kevin Butler. I don't think it'll be Kevin Butler, Steven. I was like, hi, probably that's not going to happen ever. Uh, but I think if someone else goes into that role, and especially now with PlayStation 5, if there's ever time to look at things and start overhauling them, it's now. So depending on how they feel about everything going and how things are going with PlayStation 5's interface, uh, or at least when it comes to its services, because I mean, PlayStation Video, or play, he was part of that PlayStation Television thing, that's gone. PS Now his struggled what do you mean uh, playstation television thing like the, the actual tv yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. not not the playstation t not the vita tv um the physical tv screen no remember the tv sir remember you could like pay and watch like live television on your playstation and they canceled it last oh, year oh yeah yeah, yeah. He, was, okay. he was in charge of that okay that was actually pretty good though but it didn't do shit that no was one, like really good value though it was a good value but no one did it because they already had other services that did it better yeah um well actually i i would argue that playstation did a really good job i just don't think they marketed it very well i, well, I don't know i feel like they marketed it pretty well because it was on they advertised it more than anything for a while and like it was to a point like they advertised like there was deals like sign up for this and this plus the playstation tv service and mm-hmm. it's this it was a great value but i think people were already happy with current cable providers and they are already paying their packages and transitioning from places like DirecTV or AT&T, whatever the fuck it is, Spectrum, whatever, to something where it's just PlayStation, That that's a hassle for most people. So I can only imagine why, you know, yeah. and then on top of it, you're still having to build your network base because it didn't have everything. Uh, it had a, a lot of popular things, but not everything there. 
Um, that and it's just advertising to the wrong community of people who care about that. Those people already have like Netflix, Disney Plus, Hulu. They don't yeah. care about getting live well, this television. Well, before Disney Plus, but yeah. True, but they don't, you know. So there's that. I think if any, again, if any changes happen, it's because someone's really gung-ho and their PlayStation's looking for a new image on those things. But I don't think we'll see that within a, you know, within the first year or two. It'll be a while. We shall see. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next thing on the list is there was a huge Resident Evil showcase. Uh, they did a lot of new details and stuff for Resident Evil Village. Um, some of this looks exciting. Uh, so first of all, release date May seventh, twenty twenty one. So not too far off. That's nice. Uh, they released a new demo that's exclusive for the PlayStation Five. There's going to be another demo that comes out that you'll be able to play on PS Five and on Xbox Series X. <laughs> It'll be on everything la- current um, gen and last gen. Okay, so. Uh, so that'll be like a separate demo, though. Yes. Uh, so this it will demo, not be the maiden. This demo is called the maiden, uh, and I, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I've seen some interesting things about this demo online, and most of them are not the demo itself. I'm I'm just gonna come out and say it. There's a lot of maiden porn. There's a lot of it, like a shit ton of maiden. How porn. are you seeing these things? Uh, so it's been like three days. Hold on. <laughs> So I'm part of a lot of uh, communities on Facebook. <laughs> communities. <laughs> no, like there's there's like a lot of like LGBT gaming communities or like gay gaming communities, yeah. stuff like that. And for some reason, there's one thing that gay guys like more than anything, and that's like fashionable, sexualized women in video games. I don't know why, but... The villains in Resident Evil Village are like very sexualized. There's like a sexy vampire lady, yeah, and there's like a lady are... with a with a fashion hat, and she's like got her tits hanging out. That's the vampire. Lady. Uh, the big tall there's lady. two different. There's two different ones though, because there's this younger looking girl with blood coming out of her. Oh, face. The, the the sisters. Yes, uh, and it's then the vampire there's lady's, the uh, sisters, and then there's the tits hanging out vampire lady with the hat. What everyone loves for some reason. But I've seen so much porn. Like, somebody literally, they, they were like, um, so this character is, like, blowing up, and they made a post, and then they linked, like, literally over 100 photos of all, like, fan art, cosplays, all basically softcore porn. I don't know why everyone's so obsessed with this vamp, the tall vampire lady, though. Everyone loves her. I think it's because she's tall, she's a vampire, and she's hot. I mean, she just looks like a vampire lady. Like, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, People have basic taste. Have you seen the most common porn searches? No. It's all just basic vanilla. Anyways. I mean, that's what I get. I just don't <laughs> understand why she's like all of a sudden caught the world on fire. But, yeah. I bet once once conventions start up again, we're going to see a lot of cosplays. Oh, for sure. A lot of cosplays. Uh-huh. And I think they know what they're doing. With his character design. They know what they're doing. And what I am confused about is why would they introduce all these sexy characters in a game that doesn't have virtual reality? God damn it. I, I wonder, I think a big piece of that is because Resident Evil 7, a big thing was that you could play, there was a VR version. Mm-hmm. And it was really good. Um, I think how PlayStation's handled VR on the PlayStation 5, because for the longest time, people didn't know... With needing the old... With all, needing all the, the old peripheral and that, and the PlayStation 5, the PSVR does not work 
it's it's a backwards compatible accessory on the PS5. So if they were to implement a VR version, it would be solely on the PS4 version of the game. And you'd have PS5 owners playing the PS4 version of the game just to play it in VR, which is a shot. Like, that's that's not fun. That's not, or at least not, I shouldn't say it's not fun. VR, PS5 owners would be just, you have to go out of your way. Yeah, and you'd feel gypped. You're like, I just, I have a PS5, but in order for me to get this extra value, I've got to play the last gen version of the game. Like, eh, that kind of sucks. Uh, you think it'd be vice versa. <laughs> um,. So I think that's a big thing for it. Um, that that's really the only reason there's not a VR version, I imagine. Yeah, and it's just it just sucks because honestly, while the the shift to first person for Resident Evil Seven was really welcome, and I think they did a good job of revitalizing the franchise with that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing that I feel like got the most buzz was the VR for that. Like just like it got people really excited. And uh, that was really a selling point, even for people who don't have VR. Just, like, the fact that there's this visceral game. And I remember seeing all of these, like, um, these videos and stuff posted online mm-hmm. of people playing that in VR. And that was selling the game because there would be people, like, freaking out. I mean, hell, it was selling uh, the VR. I mean, yeah. that was around the time when the VR really started taking off. Uh, and I was really hoping that they would kind of continue that with this game. Uh, but, No. Yeah, but I don't maybe, think it's default. Maybe in the future, it's not. I don't. I don't blame Capcom at all. Yeah, uh, I blame PlayStation for not having a a more elegant VR solution on PS5, or just not thinking about the VR at all when it came to PS5. Yeah, like there was no thought put into it. I think really they're just kind of waiting for. I think VR two will be their thing. Yeah, yeah. Still, it sucks though. Uh, if that, they even do a VR two, well, I I feel like it happened, but it's gonna be. I give it three years at the most. Or at the least, I should say, that we yeah, see another VR be, headset. It's going to be a hot minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but more details on this. One, as Steven mentioned, uh, while the, another separate demo will be coming to all consoles, it is now confirmed that Resident Evil uh, 8 Village will be available on last-gen consoles as well as current consoles uh, day and date. So there won't be a staggered thing where the PS4 version comes out two three months later after the PS5 version. Mm-hmm. Um, PS4 owners can upgrade to the digital PS5 version for free. I like that. Um, so that is there. That's awesome. Uh, it will also have... there was we, we talked about this last week, that there was going to be some kind of multiplayer thing with Resident Evil, and here it is. It is called Resident Evil Reverse. Or the Re is Resident Evil. Yes. So Re-verse. <laughs> yeah, or I think he called it in the showcase Re-verse. He didn't call it reverse. R E verse. R E for Resident Evil, and then some, then colon verse. Uh, yeah, I didn't quite understand I just threw it either. Up a little, but that's how, that's how he called it. Um, it is a six-player free-for-all game, so it's six of your friends all in a room, kind of shoot with a big old map. Like I just said, you know, one versus all kind of deal. Uh, different characters. You have different characters throughout the history of Resident Evil. So you have Claire Redfield, Leon. Chris Redfield, Jill. Uh, I saw tyrants in the gameplay, so that's there. Um, it is while they're toting it as like the separate thing from Resident Evil Village. It is just the online multiplayer component of Resident Evil Village. Yeah, it's uh, it comes free with your yeah, purchase. It comes of Resident free Evil Village. with the fucking game. Um, there is a beta sign up that ends on the twenty fifth. So if 
hopefully you sign up by now because by the time this episode comes out, uh, signups have closed. <laughs> so um, that's cool. I don't feel like the sign-up was mentioned in the showcase. I had to read about that. That's um, weird. Yeah, that was different. Did you sign up? Nah. I'm... I don't care too much for Resident Evil multiplayer games. Even the Mercenaries thing from Resident Evil 5 and 6, that did really well. I just couldn't get into them. Yeah, so. I mean, I feel that. I, I'm i not going to sign up. And every time I sign up for a beta, I'm like, all right, when it comes out, I'll play the show this beta so I get a good feel for it. And then I play the beta maybe once, yeah. and I never touch it again. I always forget about it until, yes. like, oh, today's your last day. <laughs> uh-huh. And then I'm like, oh, no. And then I jump into it, and I'm like, this is fine. Yeah, and I'm and like, all I'm right. <laughs> so, Yeah. Next up, Steven, and this is where shit gets wild. All right. Sony Santa Monica is hiring for a second project. Uh, in the hiring description for the job listing, uh, it has been called for something. They're looking for creative art directors, and they're looking for something genre-defining. There are 27 open positions. They literally changed their Twitter handle to Sony Santa Monica Studios is hiring. So back in 2018, they talked about this. There was rumors, or there was talk that Sony Santa Monica would start working on a second project mm-hmm. alongside the success of 2018's God of War. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew they were working on two things. One of them has been revealed to be already God of War Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. This second thing, I'm curious. This is where What's His Face is gone. Corey Barlog? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm glad that you knew who I was talking about. This is what he's working on. I have a feeling that it's sci-fi. So, I a lot of people... I think there's been talk of it being a sci-fi related thing. I don't think Barlog, per se, is working on this directly. And if he is, it's because he's finished what he needed to do with God of War Ragnarok with that game slated to come out this year. I think everything that's left for that game right now is just like development touch-ups, patches, getting it fixed and ready to go. Um, I think whatever creative spin and direction he wants again to go in is already there. Now it's just polish. Well, I, so. I agree. I think I think this game, though, I think this is his baby. I think this is him doing what he wants to do. See, I, I don't think even that necessarily, because God of War, he treated like his baby. A big thing well, for him. Well, yeah, of that. course, but that's a pre-existing franchise. Yeah, though. it's a pre-existing so, franchise, but he rebooted I think this that. Is, I think this is him... I, I have a feeling that this is going to be an idea that he has had, that he is in charge of, because now he's probably just given permission to do whatever he wants. You don't think he got that with God of War, though? I, I do think he got that with God of War. Like, I, I think I think he earned it with God of War. Because he still had to follow certain parameters and stuff. He's still working within a pre-existing character. Yeah, but he reinvented that character. Yeah, but I don't think... I don't think he was able to do whatever the fuck he wanted. Because he's still working within, you know, the confines of mythology and things like that. I have a feeling that this is going to be his baby. And I I have a feeling this is going to be something sci-fi related. And I'm excited either way. I, but this, I, is, this is just me... This is just me... Uh, you know, th- these are. This is me formulating. Yeah. This is me, uh, you know, uh, hypothesizing. There See, we go. I feel like we're going to get a, a naughty dog situation where we've got two different teams within Sony Santa Monica. And I, while Barlog, I think, will have some influence and touch on this new project, I think very much so 
just from what we saw, how much God of War for him was a passion project. Just with the documentary they released, all the press he did, how much it related to his relationship with his son uh, and his family. I I think God of War will always I think God of War will always be his baby. Anything else afterwards, like yeah, it'll be like oh I'm gonna have fun with it. I can do whatever the fuck I want. I have total free reign because it's a new thing. I don't think it'll mean as much to him as much as God of War. Um, uh, I mean I don't know, but but we will see. What do this you is think? this is gonna be a while away though because uh, if I remember correctly, what they're hiring for is artistic directing yeah there's a lot positions there. mm-hmm. so they're in the process of like it's it's more the conceptual phase mm-hmm. uh so it's gonna be probably a hot minute before so i mean this. with that being said though do you think depending on how far along they're on development for ragnarok that this should just be them hiring for a possible third god of war I don't and think they're just so. bumping up i don't think so okay I think I, I agree with you there, but I mean, it's just the thought, like, huh? I wonder, like, if they're far enough ahead and they want God of War three to be this big, massive thing, and they just need more hands on deck and they mm-hmm. need more creative ideas, because you know, it's the end all, be all. Chances are, it'll be the last God of War game we see for some time. Uh, but I've got Sony Santa Monica's library pulled up here of what they've developed in the past. Mm-hmm. A majority of a God of War, if not all of it. But games developed. Uh, have you ever heard of Kinetica on a PlayStation yeah. Two? Yeah. Some people think it'd be Kinetica. That it could be them just bringing back an old thing they had. I don't think anybody cares about Kinetica enough. I, I'm right there with you. <laughs> I don't think anyone really talked about it. Um, I don't see it being a thing. But games they incubated though. Journey. So mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's Journey by any means. Uh, sound shapes. Um, the Unfinished Swan. They incubated quite a bit of things. Uh, Hohokam. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to Rapture. Fat Princess Adventures. And here they lie. Yeah, looking at these things, I don't think any of these things are what they're working on. Well, no. those are all other people's babies I, I that know. they funded. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. But this is going to be genre-defining. Mm-hmm. Do you think it could be is. a license? A license thing? I, I think it could be. I don't want it to be. I want it to be a new IP. Same here. I want it to be something out of the minds of some of the best developers in the industry. I feel like the PS4 was the time to bring back and really refresh and revitalize a lot of existing things. The PS5, much the PS3, is the time to bring in a lot of new stuff. While well, you that's, the that's one thing on. that, I make, that I liked about the PS4 generation is we got a lot of stuff that nobody was really expecting mm-hmm. and so now i hope they just continue that trend yeah I, personally I, yeah i think the ps4 while it did have some new things in there i think the ps3 was really the time where we saw a lot of ps3 was so fucking creative. we saw a lot of new shit with that like a lot of new franchises came out of playstation during that time um and i expect the ps5 to be the ps3 in some sense that way I think them utilizing the install base they'll get because of the success of the PS4 will help that. So no matter what, at least not mo- not no matter what, but there's a high probability that whatever they put out will get a high install base to really see what people want. They'll get a big-ass sample size off of those new games because of how many people will buy a PlayStation 5 due to the PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that'll be cool. Uh, I mean, a big reason why I don't think it's going to be 
an older franchise is Mm -hmm. there are already two studios that are kind of dedicated to that. Uh, Even though one of them is not directly PlayStation first party, but Bluepoint has been remastering games for PlayStation. And I have a feeling that they're going to eventually be bought by PlayStation. Yeah, I fully expect them to be. Um, But also, the last bit of news that we have on here, uh, Sony's new San Diego team is working on existing PlayStation franchise. So, uh, yeah. So, that is another team that's working on something that already exists. And this is a new team. This is not Sony and San Diego, the people that develop MLB The Show. This is a newly formed, put-together team with the sole purpose of expanding on upon existing franchises. Mm-hmm. What do you think... What franchises would you like to see come back? What would I like to see? Yeah. They're not going to happen. I mean, well, you say that, but there's always that one fucking title during an E3 or a showcase of some sort that's always the only fucking person on the planet that asked for that was Steven Morrow. So let's hear it. I want... <laughs> <laughs> I want Jumping Flash. Okay. But I want it hyper-stylized, like ridiculous super anime jumping flash i think that would be i could totally see that like imagine the over the topness of asura's wrath uh-huh with like an art style kind of like jojo's bizarre adventure throw some persona in there uh but like you're in giant mech rabbits that shoot lasers. <laughs> yeah. So, like, also, like, shades of Zone of the Enders. So, I, I would, what I would want out of that is more Kill the Kill, uh, Gurren Lagan, Studio Trigger okay. animation style, if I were to get that. Just because that is hyper-stylized. That is anime being, that is anime parod- parodying anime. Anime. <laughs> I couldn't, parodying that's, parodying. that's correct. Am I Par- right? Parodying. That sounds so weird. Yeah. God, I don't like that word, parody. But, I, mean, I like that's, the word parody. That's what I want it to be, but that's not at all what I think it's going to be. <laughs> Fuck no. No, <laughs> not by any means. But, like, <laughs> do you know what I think it is? What? I think it's Siphon Filter. You think so? I think so. Even with Sony Ben st- still being around? Because they're working on Days Gone, too. Okay. Because Days Gone made them a lot of money. I mean, but so would a Siphon Filter game. Yeah, it would. See, I have a hard time trying to figure out what I want to see. I think it's Sly Cooper. That'd be cool. Because Senzaru games... Didn't they get bought? (sighs) Maybe? I thought they got bought... By uh, who? By Microsoft. I could right, be I'm totally wrong. Uh, no, that sounds that actually sounds accurate. Oculus. Oh no. They're bought by Oculus. Okay, that's right. Well, so <laughs> that does leave the Sly Cooper franchise and we haven't seen a new Sly Cooper game since 4 and that game was just kind of there for the most part. On the Vita and the PS3. That's what that came yeah, out on. Yeah. So that game just kind of was existed. So, and it was late PS3. So, we haven't seen that game in seven years? Going on eight? I would I would fully support a new Sly Cooper. I would support a quality Sly Cooper game because I did not like four. So, that that would be one. 
Um, another one. I honestly expect if they're working on anything, it's a place. It's an old franchise. Are these franchise. what you think they are, or what you want them to be? Both. Okay. Because I think what they're doing with how high quality they're probably wanting this team to be, this is going to be a big PlayStation franchise from the past that we haven't seen in a while. So this is something they know. They they're going to give to people that they know will take care of it. So these are things that they're pulling from other developers that did take care of it. And these developers are like, no, we want this in safe hands if you're going to expand upon something we built. Does it have to be a PlayStation franchise? Um, they, they've specifically stated if I... Let me pull up the link again. But I'm pretty sure um, existing franchises. Exist, so let's see here. This comes from IGN. Uh, PlayStation's new studio-based... San Diego-based studio is working to expand upon existing franchises. So it doesn't say specifically PlayStation. Okay. All right. But I'd I have imagine. a new I have a new guess then. Okay. This is Metal Gear Solid or Silent Hill. This is it. <laughs> this is okay. it right here. All right. That, that's possible. That it could be it. Um probably more so Metal Gear Solid. Say I feel like if anyone's doing a Metal Gear Solid it'd be Blue Point. I, I mean, mean, a, I mean a new one. Like a new Metal Gear? Yeah. I find that even more far-fetched. Because I mean, Konami still has that light. Still has that. I know, but... So that I, would be a matter of PlayStation talking to Konami. I think PlayStation just needs to buy Metal Gear Solid and Silent Hill. Yeah, but Konami won't because they know if they... That's them giving away... That's get, that's them giving away money. Because no matter what... They're not doing anything with it, though. They're not, but the thing is... They're, they're, not, they're, they're not, selling property... And making pachinko machines. Yeah. They are basically out of the video game business. And they're making card games. And but if all they make a shit, deal where games. they get like a percentage of everything and they don't have to do any of the work, I th- I think they would take it. Maybe. I know if I were Konami, I would take it. They'd want a hefty chunk of that, though. That's the only thing. Well, yeah, but... I just I, I don't think... If we see a new Silent Hill and new Metal Gear games, if we get more Metal Gear games... It'll be Blue Point remasters. It'll be remasters. I don't think. I think Silent Hill would have a better chance of being something new. Yes. Versus a remaster. That's fair honestly. because Silent Hill's stories one, the Silent Hill creators aren't nearly as beloved as Hideo, so no one's ain't no one cares about like oh Silent Hill. There's no name that's being like what happened with Konami and Hideo well, Kojima. The composer. Yeah, like what happened with Hideo Kojima and Konami. Notorious. Everyone knows about it. I just feel like if Silent Hill comes back, they're going to want Kojima to be working on it. I think a, a new Silent Hill would be a Kojima Productions game. But a new Metal Gear Solid would be... I don't I don't know if they necessarily need Kojima to be a part of that. Well, I, I think it's a matter of he wouldn't... I don't think he'd take that back after what's happened with Konami. Yeah. I, I, don't, I think he'd be done. I think... But at the same time, Silent Hill being a, a Konami game... I think it's the same deal. Konami would not want Hideo touching that after the other relationship went. I don't think like if play, I could totally see that being in a contract somewhere. Like, oh hey, we want this out of it, and Hideo Kojima is not working on this game. I don't think they would care as long as they make money. I, mean, I think that was the problem to begin with. Is I think that they were not wanting. This is all speculation. Well, course, do you think at that point? But I think Hideo they were just not wanting to want fund to... the game. That think, was taking too long. But even at that point, do you think Hideo would want to, for him, like, Not that's Metal him. Gear Solid, but even I, I definitely Hills, think he has interest in Silent Hill. I think he has an interest in it, but I think that knowing that he's 
in a shape or form, if Konami's getting a chunk out of this, developing something for Konami to make money off of, I could told him to saying, no, fuck them, I don't want to. I think Kojima will make a bigger chunk, though. I don't think so. At that I point, think 1,000%. I, even then, though, Especially if it. it's Kojima Productions developing. If they're developing, but Sony has to pay for a license for Silent Hill, and then Konami wants a big-ass chunk out of it because they know it's going to make money, Sony, PlayStation would have to come up with something where they make at least something out of it. And they're not going to want to pay Kojima that much because they want to make their share too. And they're not going to split it three ways. Ain't no fucking way. I think I think they would, though. And, but uh, that's where I think it would be a problem. I think PlayStation would want more so just because they're funding the fucking project. I just don't think... I don't think Konima... Ko- Konima? Uh, Konami is what I was trying to say. Mm. I don't think Konami would... Uh, I don't think they would be too greedy because I otherwise it would just be completely dormant. Like they're not doing anything with it, so this would be free money regardless. So I think I think depending on on how the cards are played, I think a deal could be made that would be lucrative for everyone involved. For a Silent Hill. If we get a Silent Hill game, I don't I I can see Konami and PlayStation working mm-hmm. together to get a Silent Hill game. I do not think Hideo Kojima would be involved. Due to his personal relationship with Konami. I don't think he'd want to do I do that. think his next game is a horror game. Oh, I would totally... I'd bank on that. Regardless. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, what do you think... I know you said Sly Cooper. I'm, I'm expecting... Do you have another... I'm thinking some big PlayStation things. Uh, something in PS2. I'm thinking it could be Twisted Metal. Okay. Uh, it could be Sly Cooper. I wouldn't be surprised to see Jack and Daxter. That'd be interesting. I'm expecting any PlayStation franchise that was done by big name first party PlayStation developers, and those developers are not touching. This is PlayStation's attempt at bringing them back. This is them because, like I said, they they want people. Places like Insomniac, Sucker Punch, Naughty Dog. They're not going to just give their shit to anybody. To go, oh yeah, 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 take it, do what you want. They're going to want to make sure, like, no, if we're going to give you this stuff, you're going to do right by it. So PlayStation's like, all right, well, we'll put together a team that we will get your seal of approval on before we just give them your baby. You know what stealth game is totally being ignored that needs to come back? This is not Metal Gear Solid, not Siphon Filter, not Splinter Cell. The stealth game that needs to come back. Mm-hmm. Tulip. Are you familiar with this game? Let me pull it up because I feel like I've, I feel like you've talked about it before. It is terrifying. It's a game where you have to sneak around and kiss people. Oh God damn it! No. In a town. No. No. Without their consent. No. <laughs> Who developed this? Punchline. <laughs> Victor Interactive Soft. Who the fuck are these people? The jokes on them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you ever want to be totally creeped out, like, if you want to know what the uh-oh feeling sounds like, listen to the soundtrack for Chulip. With this creepy-ass-looking monkey walking up trying to kiss you. That's C-H-U-L-I-P. This game still gives me nightmares. Mm-mm-mm. But it was different. It was charming. <laughs> really difficult. I, I would hope so. I hope it's difficult for this random-ass monkey to go up and start kissing people. No, because he moves to this town, and then he's, like, all of a sudden in love with this girl, so he tries to kiss her. And then she slaps him and says, 
you're not experienced enough. You need to kiss more people before you kiss me. And so he's like, all right, fine. I'm going to kiss everybody who lives in this town. Everybody. So you spend the entire game hiding and then jumping out and kissing people when they least expect it. I feel like a game like this would not fly at all. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Ever anymore. It is definitely a product of its time. No. <laughs> I highly doubt it is true. <laughs> but imagine this game reimagined in virtual reality as an MMO. <laughs> Again, no. Would never. Oh my God. Would not fly. This is a no-fly zone. The game would just need a trigger warning every time that you play. The game itself is a trigger warning. And I was not expecting. When I played that game, I because I... I did this thing back in the day where I would go in the bargain bin at GameStop and I would buy games that just looked really weird just to see what they were. And I knew that this game was going to be weird just based on how it looked, but oh my. I was uh I was in for something, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, so what would you I don't know, there's a lot. PlayStation's first party library pretty extensive. Yeah. There's a lot that they could be working on. Perhaps like, the rapper. Possible. I just with Parappa though, I don't feel like they would need this super crazy experience team. team. Yeah, I don't think that's something they would need for Parappa. <laughs> oh, I think they do. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's needed. Definitely needed. Um They need everybody. <laughs> Ape Escape. Every oh fuck. There's I just peed a little. Be, not on my couch. But that that could be a thing. I, I could totally see like games like that. Like these I are hope games it's Ape Escape. we haven't seen in so long. I now long. hope it's Ape Escape. I can't think about anything else now, <laughs> other than Ape Escape. Like there's so much that they can pull from. It's so fucking much. Like there's Parappa. There's Ape Escape. There's um. It, fuck. It could be no Toys for Bob would probably still do that. Who did the Spyro Reignited trilogy? Was that Toys for Bob? I think. I'm not 100% sure. I mean, they did Skylanders, so. And then they also did, I think they did the new Crash as well. I don't, I think they were different teams, though, working on both. But still, the same company. So uh, I, I don't think but, they would need to push um, it out to anybody else. What if it's Uncharted? That's also been speculated. I don't want another Uncharted game, What though. if it's Resistance? Like, what if it's franchises that are still, like known for being developed by certain studios but now the studios are on to other things so they hand them down to a smaller team to continue that so like something like resistance or uncharted i think or... that i mean that still kind of falls in line with what i was saying but i don't know i would want a resistance more than i would want an uncharted me too because i feel like uncharted that story has been told it's done i don't think it needs... it's been charted yeah he fucking charted it three goddamn times four times five if you count golden abyss but then again there is an Uncharted movie that's coming out. True. And if there's one thing that they love to do is to tie in a game release with a movie. But even then, at that same point, PlayStation's made it seem like they've got this massive pipeline of PlayStation to IP coming to television. Last of Us is getting a new TV show, and we're not going to see a new Last of Us thing just for the television show. I don't think they'll do the same thing with Uncharted. I think Uncharted will be such a household. Like, I don't think that would be them cashing in on that. Personally. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think... Honestly, do you remember the PSP Resistance game? Resistance Retribution? Yeah. That was fucking good. 
That yeah, was really yeah, yeah. fucking good. And that's the thing. So I feel like we get more one off. What if it's Killzone? I don't think it's Killzone. I mean, I don't necessarily <laughs> think it is, but what if it is? Uh, I mean, that'd be interesting if it was, I guess. But I think the problem is that not very many people care about Killzone. And, I mean, they just removed the website and everything. Uh, I think Killzone is just not in anyone's mind. Like, if they were, like, introducing a new Killzone or a completely reimagining of Killzone, I think that the fanfare behind that would be not... I think Resistance would get the same amount of fanfare as a Killzone game would, though, because Killzone games got more hype and did better than, well, besides Shadowfall, did better than Resistance did. I don't know. I just, I, I feel like the, the gaming industry cares more about Resistance than they do about Killzone. Do they? I think so. I feel like I haven't heard about anyone talk about Resistance besides Insomniac themselves, and that's when they post an Instagram post. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if we look up the scores and stuff, I can guarantee the Resistance would average higher than it, all the Killzones. Let's do it. Okay. Let's see. Resistance. Uh, we'll go by Metacritic, just to, for simplicity. I'm looking at it run through. So resistance reviews. Oof, that first one is not looking good already. <laughs> All of them. Well, okay, so if we're going, well, we're gonna go because there's three kill zone games. We can go. We'll go by kill zone one, two, and three, and then resistance one, two, and three. Also include the portable for kill zone and kill zone Shadowfall. I'm not gonna go by the portables because not all of them are developed by Insomnia. No, I'm talking about the franchise as a whole. I'm gonna. So we take the average of all of them. Well, I want to go by the ones that are developed by their proper development teams. But why? Because this would be a different development team making it. Anyways. True. I mean, that's possible. But I, if we're, if we're, I want to go by the core ones, just for simplicity. Because the best Killzone game and the best Resistance game are portable games. Well, hold on. Let's see. Resistance 1, the meta score, 53. Okay, 53. So that's surprising that that got a sequel with stuff like that. Resistance 2 got an 80, has an 87. Okay, plus 87. And then Resistance... Oh, that's Resistance Fallen Man again. Where's Resistance 3? There we go. Resistance 3, 83. So Resistance 2 and 3 did fairly well. The first one... So the average score is about a 74 okay. for Resistance. And so... Killzone. That, and remember this, Killzone has been around a lot longer yeah. than Resistance. So, Killzone for PS2, got a 70. Killzone 2 for PS3, 91, 91. Killzone 3, 84. What about Shadowfall? Shadowfall... I'm sure Shadowfall tanks it. 73. Actually, I wasn't not terrible. It's higher than I thought it would be. 79. They're actually pretty darn close. Right. So, with that, I'll go ahead and I'll we'll factor in the um uh two resistance games. There's two resistance games that were portable. Well, now it's going to be skewed because I can't go back. Well, what did you say? I'm averaging. That was 74, but and what was resistance? 79. Or flip that. 79 for kill zone. Yes. Okay. So if we take into it, because both of them had one PSP game 
and one beta game. Because it was Killzone Liberation on the PSP, and then Killzone uh, Mercenaries on the PS Vita, and then there was Burning Skies on the Vita for Resistance, and then... Oh, uh, I forgot about uh-huh, that. Uh-huh, and that oh, game no. fucking sucked. <laughs> oh, no. Because Retribution was so good. Uh-huh. That's why I was like, I'm not going to count All right, those. Fine. All right, fine. <laughs> I think Re- I think Killzone gets more love than Resistance. Killzone has sucks. higher scores, but I think Resistance is more relevant, personally. I think more people care about Resistance than they do Killzone. I... I, this is this then. is just this is that's just my opinion. <laughs> I think resistance has more worth now. I think I, than I, I mean, Killzone. Does. I think that's true in the sense that we haven't gotten one since Burning Skies on the Vita. That was the last resistance game, and before that, the last resistance game we got was three. If Blue Point does a resistance remaster collection, and then like give it a couple years and a new resistance game is announced i think that would be i think another reason i would put killzone being developed by this new team over resistance because i think insomniac would want to do resistance themselves personally yeah you're probably right they they have they've been doing a good job of making sure everyone still knows resistance exists i mean i still don't think it's either of these (laughs) oh for sure you know i definitely Uh, don't think it's either. and the fact that they said just existing franchises expand upon existing franchises that gives me single-player narrative kind of vibes. Stories that have finished, but they want to keep milking. I don't know. I just don't know what it is, but I don't know if it's going to be a PlayStation first party. I think for simplicity's sake, it will. I don't think they're going to... I feel like they would have said that, though. I feel like they maybe have people assume it. I don't know. Cause it, like it, there's a lot of fucking PlayStation names out there that we haven't seen in some time. And yeah, but not, there's a lot of names overall that we haven't I mean, seen. True, sometimes. but I think PlayStation is going to want to focus on bringing their household like that. They're going to want to kick that if they're bringing back something for nostalgia. They're going to bring back something that was theirs, whether it had been a game that was exclusive to PlayStation or developed by PlayStation. That's what we're going to stick with. It's not going to be something unless, that wasn't. unless they got a really big deal on a very big franchise that means a lot to PlayStation fans. Like Silent Hill. But again, even then, Silent Hill, for the longest time, was a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. I, that's, what I, that's what I just said. We're green. That means a lot. I, I think that does too. I just don't think it's Silent Hill. Well, I mean, I guess we'll find out. Mm-hmm. In like five years. <laughs> no, it'll probably be like two I or give three. it two. Yeah, two or three. I feel like this team's already put together and they're just kind of working on things now. They've yeah. got the, what they're, they got what they're working on. Now it's working on it. It's just fun to think about. Yeah. I... God, when you said Ape Escape, I about shit myself. I mean, PlayStation <laughs> is going to want... I imagine that they are, at this point in time, they've got the single-player narrative thing down. Mm-hmm. With games like Last of Us and God of War and Horizon and... I, and well, All we'll of their games. <laughs> yeah, they've got the single-player narrative-driven thing down. I think they need a first-person shooter real bad. I think they do, too. Um, but I also, also think they need a resurgence of the old-school PlayStation Adventure platformer games. I think they've got that, though, with Astro, with Sackboy. Like, I, I think I, and I think they're in a good place. I think that, I'm not saying they're not, but I think they would... I feel like there's room for one more. They've got four big, or, yeah, I would say four, three or four big 
of those single-player narrative-driven games there. They've got when it comes to platformers, they've got Sackboy and Astro. And judged by the success of Crash Bandicoot Four, I wouldn't be surprised if PlayStation is like, "All right, hold on, this platforming business is coming back." Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're thinking that at all. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see them look back in their old library and be like, eh, we'll give them a pool here. And that's where games like Ape Escape come to fruition. I would really like a new Ape Escape. And a new Jumping Flash. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but we will find out in a few years, and you can bet your ass that you will hear about it on Dual Senses. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> in the future, unless we all die. I mean, I hope not. I think we'll be fine. At least one of us should make it. It's going to be you. <laughs> God, that's awful. I take it back. We're both going to make it. It's going to be great. It's going to be a good time. Yes. This will be my only job in the future. There we go. I will also be homeless. (laughs) How would you do this homeless? Um, You won't have internet, and I would doubt you have your MacBook at that time. Or a phone. I live on the sidewalk outside of your house, and then I, I come in... You wouldn't be hope- homeless at that point. You'd be probably living in my house. No. No, you wouldn't allow me to go. To- <laughs> Trust me. I'm not allowed. Jesus Christ. Uh, because at this point, I have lost almost all of my own identity, and I have become Jumping Flash. I have become a, a rabbit. Why would you be having a podcast if you believe yourself to be Jumping Flash? Because... I call it a hop cast. Wow. Okay. And <laughs> mm. and that's it. That's that's all that I've got. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Well, I guess that wraps up this show. Thanks again for listening, guys. Be sure to head over to MTF Productions forward slash donate to support the show. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And until then, we'll see you next time. See you later, love, love, love.